All right, ready? Yep. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rediscovery Zone podcast hosted by Erica Edwards. And today we have Miss Janae Mills, um, my, my best friend, my sister, my person. I don't know. There's so many words. <laughs> what but, uh, <laughs> I have her here today with me. Um, I wanted to talk about her business mostly um, and her journey and um, and hopefully other things along the way. Um, too. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Janae, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Or well, my first question I wrote down, um, what, what is your purpose? Can I say hi? Yeah. Hi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, people listening. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> now, can you uh, tell them what, what is your purpose? <laughs> do you start every podcast off like that or is it just me no this is just you this is just you is, yeah of course because everyone's gonna be like why is she laughing so hard um that is probably one of the oldest inside jokes we have because we've known each other for a very long time okay what is my purpose I think my purpose in life is just to be a decent human being who actually um, does what they love. Whether or not that's the same thing for the rest of my life, I'm not sure. But I think my my purpose is to be a happy human being who helps others be happy human beings. Nice. That's a that's a good purpose. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit about your business? Like introduce us to Bam Sauce and uh-huh. all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, well, like you said, it's Bam Sauce Co. I have been doing this since I would say the end of 2020 is so we're coming up on a year it's been a year mine is blown (laughs) um but um this really started off as a as a covid side hustle not even side hustle it was really a i got obsessed with the fact that i could not go to my favorite carryout and I wanted some chicken wings and mumbo sauce so bad. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and recreate this. And I did, and it was like, it's really good. (laughs) Really, really good. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, um, yes, it was, it was tasty. I originally made it as a sauce to go along with the fried chicken boxes that I was doing because I have another business, which is Navy's Homestyle Catering, which I have been doing for nine years, <laughs> nine years now. Um, so that's what it started off as. And then I 
brought samples to coworkers and they were like, yeah, the chicken's really good, but the sauce, <laughs> can I get some more of the sauce? And at first I was a little offended. I was like, it's, it's just mumbo sauce. Like you get it every carry out, but mumbo sauce has changed a lot in the DMV area over the years. So um, my purpose was bringing back old school mumbo sauce, like thick, sweet, flavorful mumbo sauce and I'm pretty sure like no one listening to this knows what mumbo sauce is. <laughs> that was gonna be my next question like <laughs> give us a little bit of history on mumbo sauce because I know when I first got to DC when I went to Howard and everyone was like oh mumbo sauce yes ate you. <laughs> no. Um, everybody was talking about uh, chicken wings and mumbo sauce. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and my first introduction to it was from Ho-Chi. Ho-Chi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's every Howard, every Howard Knight's first introduction to mumbo sauce is Ho-Chi. And it's a good thing that their, their mumbo sauce is decent. It is. It's decent. The like only thing you're supposed to eat from Ho-Chi. <laughs> secret <laughs> is it a secret not the hard way because i went in there and ordered a chicken and broccoli one time and oh. I early <laughs> lesson learned <laughs> yeah so um mumbo sauce mumbo sauce is like if Gogo is the heartbeat of DC, Mumbo Sauce is like the blood running through its veins. I know that sounds really serious, but that's how serious it is though. Um, it's just, it's a staple of DC carryout. Uh, carryouts are Chinese, mostly Chinese owned um, restaurants, American Chinese owned restaurants in the DC, Maryland, some in Virginia, not as much. Um, area and they sell, you know, like you said, chicken broccoli, um, orange chicken, a lot of different, you know, just typical things you would get at a Chinese food restaurant. But the specialty is always the chicken wings and mumbo sauce. And you got to get it with French fries, salt, pepper, ketchup. That's how you have to order it. You can't say salt, pepper, and ketchup. No, no, no. It's Give me five wings, french fries, salt, pepper, ketchup, mumbo sauce on the side. <laughs> on the side. Yeah, you know, some people, get, or you can get fried rice with it, but I, I I respect people who get their mumbo sauce poured on there because it's definitely a little better when the fries soak up the sauce, but everyone's mumbo sauce is not made the same. So it depends on where you're ordering it from. You'd be mad if you got some whack mumbo sauce covering everything. Your styrofoam carry out. It's a commitment. It's a really big, I'm not willing to take that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I'm just not. You know how expensive that is? It's not even like it's cheap anymore. It's like, it's like $30 when you go to get Chinese food now. Yes, girl. Oh my goodness. It used to be, what, 75 cents a wing? Now it's definitely like $1.99 a wing. Inflation. Yeah, it's. It's pretty expensive, but it's still like, it's still like the best thing you're gonna eat, especially if you're drunk. 
It's the best that's thing you can eat when you're drunk. Like chicken wings and mambo sauce is like it's sweet, it's tangy. Um, usually it's spicy, so you don't need hot sauce in addition, even though you know some people do put hot sauce in addition to mambo sauce, but yeah, that's my mom. Wow. Okay. That's it. She, she wants, wants fire. It. She wants that fire, yeah. But it's it's really just um it's a combination of like a Polynesian sauce and a barbecue sauce mixed together. Um every carryout has their own style, their own twist on it. It can come from like super light, almost orange looking. Don't know how they got that color. Um, but it almost looks like bright orange to like super dark, dark brown. Um, but it's it's definitely growing up like that's what you would eat um, when you really didn't have a lot of money and you just wanted to something that's going to kind of fill you up is chicken wings and like fried rice or french fries from the carryout is super cheap, delicious, greasy, hits all the requirements for comfort food comfort food yes definitely definitely um so do you mind sharing where the um the name came from my mom okay was calling (laughs) as soon as this podcast started no expensive Yes, it came from my mom, uh, Beverly Ann Morgan McLeod. She is probably the second most influential person that um, inspired me to cook and to continue cooking. I've been doing this for quite some time and it has not really been easy. So I, when I got the chance to kind of shine the light on her, I did so and it's funny because her initials also spell my brother's nickname, which is Bam. So <laughs> um, it's also a nod to him too, because I don't, he was my introduction to chicken wings and mambo sauce. Um, Cause we were latchkey kids. So we were, <laughs> we were told find something to eat. And my brother would throw me on the back of my bike and like we would just, we would find something to eat, pizza, carry out. But like when it was at the carry out, we always got chicken wings and mumbo sauce. And yeah, so that's kind of where the the name came from. It's a combination of um, just a tribute to both my mom and my brother who have pretty much the same nickname (laughs) it worked out that I love that your answer like leads into my next question (laughs) which is what makes you feel inspired or motivated I could say what and or who feel inspired or motivated I'm definitely motivated by my family. My family's kind of small, so it's really just me, my mom, my brother, my aunt. Um, And they inspire me. I think growing up in this 
area inspired me, especially with this business, because I've lived in quite a few different places. <laughs> I've, I've moved around a lot and it took me moving around a lot to realize like what really brings me comfort is food that I grew up eating. And I didn't realize that this area has a particular cuisine. Like you really don't hear that much about food from Maryland or DC because, you know, Chicago has pizza. Um, California has like tacos and what else? Everything. California has everything <laughs> like sushi. Um, New York has pizza, bagels. You guys have everything too. You don't really hear about what's good here in Maryland and the DC, Virginia area. So, um, being able to recreate those dishes to bring some comfort to myself because I was obviously homesick. Um, that that motivated me. It, actually, it like really motivated me. People started eating what I was making and not knowing what it what it is. They would ask me a bunch of questions and it would obviously lead into these stories of my childhood and growing up. And so it was it was not only like my family that influenced me, but definitely growing up in this area, the culture, DC culture. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I-, I Not a lot. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was really good. I, I love that answer because um, I love DC uh, DMV culture. It, it's definitely different. Like you, like you said, people don't know about it. It's like, um, you know, this, the secret, this hidden secret. But um, but once you find out about it, you're drawn in. Absolutely. <laughs> so so I know I know exactly what you mean. Um, and yeah, it's it it is inspiring. It is. You will never like teaching you how to crack crabs. When yeah. were you gonna learn how to do that? Right. Yeah. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. I definitely, yeah, I had my first um, crab experience with Janae. Blue crab. Blue crab. Not, not those, uh, not those crab legs. The whole, yeah, not the crab legs, the whole crab. And it was a whole process. And I was watching intently and it was all <laughs> worth it. Yes. <laughs> it tastes amazing. Exactly. Now my mom is like putting mumbo sauce and everything. She put mumbo sauce in yeah. crab cakes. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. Let's talk about it. Cause my mom puts put bam sauce on everything. Literally. <laughs> like, my mom is obsessed. <laughs> I mean, it's addictive. She is has so many diet restrictions <laughs> right so she doesn't eat meat she doesn't eat certain fruits and vegetables right. um she doesn't eat dairy um she's gluten-free right but bam sauce is a staple in that diet <laughs> i mean and i appreciate your mom like <laughs> Her she her with gives. her places 
Aw. You know, one of my daughters, Janae. <laughs> I can't wait till I come out with merchandise, which is going to be like one of the next oh, things yeah, that I do. Oh, I'm going to get her a hoodie. I'm going to get her everything. Yes, shoe wear. Yes, shout out to the mom, the support moms. Yes, thank you. I love you. (laughs) Well, um, pivoting into uh, our first times together, I um, I have to bring up the fact that you are my cannabis (laughs) fairy (laughs) godmother. like in my my very my first podcast interview um my my friend elena asked me what was my introduction to to weed cannabis and i was talking about you and it just made me think that i'm like i have to talk about this (laughs) (laughs) if i was to ever like you know interview you for my own podcast the fact that like i i smoked in high school um like my friends were smokers but i just like stayed away from it and then um and then one time i was like okay i want to try it nothing happened yeah. I was like, what is this? What's the point of this? And like freshman year, same thing. Like I had a couple of times, like I tried it, nothing happened. And then we smoked. <laughs> after, <laughs> after we crossed. Yes. And I, and I got high and I was like, oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment that I've been searching for. And then, um, and then we would smoke together and it became like a weekly ritual. (laughs) Yeah, we had a ritual. (laughs) I had a class on campus and it got out late. Yeah. On on Fridays. On Fridays. Yes. And I would, I would go get the snacks. Yep. And I would bring the weed. And we sat in your apartment and smoked. Yeah, and we, we didn't watch TV. I don't feel like we watched TV. We didn't watch TV. No, we would play music. Yeah, we would play music and we talk. Play music and eat and talk, and it was just yeah. like, like our weekly wind down thing. Yeah. And it was like, I felt like it was my, I was my saving grace, like. <laughs> Like my wine really? down for the week. Yeah, it's just like, you know, you need that, like, something to look forward to at the end of the week that you know is like, you're going to have fun, you're going to relax. Like, I did not know it, me- it meant that much to you. Yeah. T- what you- <laughs> I didn't. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't know. I mean, I enjoyed it. And I felt like we definitely got closer during that during those times but i didn't you you don't understand how like nonchalant you are (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, it took me a very long time to get uh, emotion out of you. (laughs) It's like, you're super nonchalant. You're so chill that I was surprised that you hadn't ever really, to me, you seemed very reluctant to smoke at first. And I was just like, but you were stressed. I did know you were stressed out. Yeah. But I was like, yo, you just need to hit this and shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I did. (laughs) (laughs) Like all those other times that I had tried it and nothing happened. Right. I was just like, oh, maybe this isn't for me. Um, yeah, no. That's also like it kind of makes me think of like you know your journey in finding Bam sauce. You like so true. <laughs> you kept trying these things. Yes. Working, but yeah. then you figured it out. I figured it out. You found your thing. You were I like, did. this is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm now I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I own a sauce business, and people are like, what kind? What kind of sauce? And I'm like, oh, it's mumbo sauce. And at first, most people are just super intrigued because they're like, what's mumbo sauce? And then I have to tell them what mumbo sauce is. But like, people who are from this area, they're like, wait, you wait, 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 you you make mumbo sauce? Like, oh, you plug. <laughs> oh, oh, let me get some. Like, I have a coworker, shout out to Nichelle. Um, <laughs> she she's from DC. And I said, you know, do you like mumbo sauce? And she was like, I love mumbo sauce, but it's so it's become so bad in this area. It used to be so good. Now I don't even bother with it. It doesn't taste good. They water it down. And she was like, and you know, that other mumbo sauce in the store that just doesn't do it for me that's just not it that's not it and I was like well I made mumbo sauce and I'll let you try some I I gave her like a little sample cup and she came back to me the next day with cash and she was like so that other shit (laughs) I don't I don't even want to I don't even want to speak their name anymore (laughs) you sell real mumbo sauce and it was just like Oh, thank you. Like, I thought I was just, you know, playing around. It was, it was like authentic to me. But sometimes if you like talk to different people, like I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland, they'd be like, oh, that's not what you know about Mumbo Stars. You're from Maryland. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta fight. You gotta fight to be legit over here. So she tasted it and she liked it. Like, she 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 orders frequently and it's really it's kind of messed up but she doesn't want to tell anyone about it because she's like if I if I let other people taste it then they're going to be bugging me to get more sauce and I don't have time for that and I said girl just send them to my website like why is this what she's like send them to the website send them to the website she's like Mm, no, they're still going to bug me because they're going to want to order. They don't want to wait for shipping. They're going to want to order it. I sent her with multiple sample cups to give out to her people. And she's like, it never makes it to them. She always <laughs> eats it. She is blocking. She needs to stop. She is. I know. <laughs> she needs 
needs to spread the word. <laughs> Share right. the wealth. Share the wealth. But yes. I am your so now I've got the title cannabis fairy godmother. Is that what it is? <laughs> yep. Can I get like a crown and a t-shirt? I want a tiara. Wow. <laughs> Now, <laughs> now you want the whole get up too, huh? Yeah. It's the title. No, I'm gonna wear a tutu. I'm gonna like um yeah. I'm gonna like rain like gummies everywhere. I'm gonna throw some C B D gummies in the air. Yeah, yeah. Hand, out, hand out some brownies. They're not ready for it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That was another thing that we kind of got into was edibles. Making edibles, yes. Making edibles together. Yes, we did. Um, yeah, we definitely did. Like, how can we? Because we we're both uh, bakers. Yeah. So <laughs> you, we're like, you are can... way more of a baker than I am. Yeah, I like to bake. You like to cook. Meal. Right. I like the meal. You like yeah, the dessert. I like, I like the desserts. <laughs> Cakes. Have you told, have you mentioned on here your, your eating a whole cake in front of me story? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think many people, I don't go around sharing that story. Right. It's so impressive. <laughs> I mean, are you going to tell it? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, what? I don't want to say it was one of the first times we smoked together, but no. I think it was like it was some something had happened. What had something had happened? I want to say it was like right before Obama's inauguration. That's yes. what I think it was. Yes, because we were planning how we were going to go, and I was yeah, like, and we were like, nah, we're not, not going. <laughs> Yes, we definitely. My mom had gotten like depends because she was like, "There's, there isn't gonna be a a toilet out there." I was like, "Y'all are doing way too much," and it was like below freezing. It was freezing. No, and you like you had an apartment in Northwest. I was like, "I'm gonna come to your apartment, (laughs) and we're gonna be right." And watch it on TV. Right, I had um, like a few other friends came over too. We had like box wine and some like right in the oven hors d'oeuvres, and, yeah. and we watched the inauguration from the comfort of my living room. But um, yeah, no, the, go back to the the cake, <laughs> the cake story. Oh yeah, so we were. I think we were talking about that, and we had smoked. And it was particularly good this time, like, because sometimes it had been hit or miss because we, we had issues with the plug. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you have that one consistent, consistent, right? So, you were like, struggles. it was one of those just like we're sitting there listening to music, not really speaking at all. And you just says, you say, I want some cake. <laughs> And I didn't even, I don't even think I acknowledged you. I think I was just like, okay. (laughs) And you were like, I'm going to make a cake. And I was just like, 
she is not about to make a cake. I have tried to cook smack before and it's always, I wish someone would record it because it's always hilarious. I, I can't open the bag. I'm not measuring right. I was like, oh, this is about to be funny. But I watched you make, bake a whole confetti cake. Um, I was like, first of all, why does she have all the ingredients <laughs> to make a cake in her house? Do you do you go to the grocery store and say, I don't know, I think I'm gonna bake a cake sometime next week. Let me buy the box of and the icing and the sprinkles. I always have a a cake mix and icing, no matter what. I don't like you never know. That's not normal. <laughs> And that's what I was thinking. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I keep, I get I keep brownie mix on, on me all the time. Like I got brownie mix, but like a cake with the matching icing. Yes. When you made that cake. <laughs> And then you just sat out, we sat out, we kept smoking while I was baking. When it was done, you took it out and you like, you were like, you frosted it and you were like, you want some? And I was like, (laughs) no. And you're like, you sure? (laughs) And I was like, nah, I'm good. I promise you I'm good. I don't like cake. That's another thing. Cause I don't like cake. I don't like icing. So I was like, no. And you're like, okay. And you sat down and you ate the whole cake <laughs> with a fork out of the pan that it was baking yes. in. I know that pan was hot. You, cause you didn't let it cool. No, I wanted, I was hungry. You ate a whole cake. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was only one layer, but still it was <laughs> impressive. I was, and I watched you eat the whole thing. And I was just like, this is the moment we're going to be best friends forever. <laughs> yeah, we are. And here we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, smoking and eating is is our, or our favorite things to do together. <laughs> Number one. That's yeah. <laughs> so are you smoking on anything right now? I am. I'm smoking on some black water. Black water, that's the strain? Yes. It is uh 90% indica, 10% sativa. Okay. And how how is it? How does it make you feel? It makes me feel good. I can even though it's 90% indica, it doesn't make you fall asleep right away. <laughs> well, like, you know, now they're saying that um, the, the cannabis experts, they are saying that it's not really about whether it's indica or sativa. It's more about the terpenes, um, which determine like the taste and, and also how you feel high yeah that really has more to do with the terpenes it's just amazing when you talk weed to me it's like a turn on it's like (laughs) it has become the master master. (laughs) i mean 
I think that was like one of the first things, like when we had a discussion about, you know, us smoking just because in the beginning of our friendship, you were very much like my little sister. Like I saw you as just this young woman who was kind of (laughs) innocent. I did not know you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I didn't know you at all. I was just waiting. I was just judging based off of how like you were always super chill and you know you were kind of quiet um but I was like all right don't go smoking anyone else's weed like you better know who we were smoking because people will drug you (laughs) and people will lace their weed and they do Yes. Yeah. And I, I love that. That's why I say that you're, you know, my, my (laughs) godmother, because that's important. Like, yeah, that's an important message to pass down. I say that all the time too, when I'm talking to the youngins Mm -hmm. about, about smoking, like it's Mm -hmm. important to know what you're smoking who you're getting it from who you're smoking with well i mean now like you probably yeah. shouldn't even no. be sharing anything you shouldn't um, but it like those are questions that you should always be asking when you are before you consume or even with the edibles like who absolutely with the edibles how much is in here like are they using a tincture are they using butter oil like like, what are they using ask questions don't be afraid i think the most important thing is if they can't answer your question don't consume it consume it yes because you don't you don't know and it's it's not like they most people don't mean to harm you i'm not saying like people out there going yeah i'm gonna get her like not like that but if you i have i didn't get that you know guidance when i first started my journey with cannabis it was very much a crash course and uh, it went from me not feeling anything to me being too high and like planted and not being able to physically move my body from off the couch so those like having experienced that having experienced having you know i hear a lot about people are like Oh, I had a bad experience once when I smoked and I just never tried it again. I'm like, okay, but what did you smoke? Right. Like, what was the strain? Do you do you know if you were did you eat anything at the time? Were you hydrated? Did you also consume alcohol? Like all of this stuff plays a factor into your experience. And I just wanted to make sure that you knew that because you know, we were partying a lot and I felt like <laughs> You know, when you're partying, someone's like hands you a joint, you're like, oh, great. I get a free hit of, you know, cannabis, weed, whatever. And you end up smoking a boat because <laughs> you don't know what you just inhaled, mm. where it came from, who licked it, especially now, who licked <laughs> it. Now, it's like the thought of how much saliva we consume from strangers is gross. Oh my gosh, like when I really, when COVID first happened and I started to think about how many times we would just like be outside and somebody here has has this and we just like 
smoking with people we don't even know. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm nodding my head. Yes. <laughs> I was driving the other day and I was like, oh, we, we were reckless. <laughs> we were reckless. Have you so ever seen someone roll a blunt? You know how much spit it takes oh to roll God. a blunt? Yes. Have you ever got it? It would be like wet. Wet. And you, yes. you just, you smoked it anyway, not thinking, like. Yeah, we did. No. Hey. No, I'm like, I'm okay. I got my own. Right, I got my own. <laughs> Good. And then you would like shotgun with people and they would, yeah, I, that was my thing with shotgunning with people. Yeah. And I thought it was it was like the cannabis equivalent equivalent of like a um, a body shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cool. I look cool doing this. <laughs> Meanwhile, someone was blowing their their germs directly into my mouth, my open and willing mouth. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, the things we used to do. <laughs> <laughs> so gross <laughs> but yeah I, so I am not smoking at the moment but I did have some special coffee this morning with my New York City bagel mm. <laughs> and I'm still feeling it so nice I'm right there with you <laughs> nice I think coffee is another thing that I love to pair with cannabis. Like, other than just eating, consuming comfort food, it's just coffee. Just a simple cup of coffee is like, it's like the perfect moment of the day. Yep. Definitely coffee and smoking. It's a good combo. It's a good combo. Or if you have like a tincture. Even if you just have CBD, like I love putting CBD in my coffee, but mm-hmm. I haven't done so not as much anymore just because of the oil. Um, but CBD coffee, mm, the best way yeah. to consume. <laughs> yeah. So, what is what's your favorite? That's is that it? My favorite way to consume. Yes would be a packed bowl and a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. With a seat and a window looking out on a sunny day. Or it could be a rainy day. Either way, it's still nice. (laughs) It's so nice. At the window. Yeah, I used to to remember when I lived in, with the, uh, what's it called, high rise. I would go on the roof and look at the sun. Mm -hmm. That it just had a really nice view. Yeah. I love doing that. Or smoking at a creek, like sitting next to running water and like with the am I a hippie? (laughs) (laughs) You're so specific. Like I need the mood to be right. I need in the right location. Yeah. I need the view. <laughs> I need the view. I need the nature. I need a I need a view. I need nature. I need a stream that is like both, you know, relaxing but doesn't put me to sleep right away. And I need my cup of coffee 
and it's just a beautiful moment. It's picturesque. That sounds nice. Like, I wish I could go do that right now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, last time we tried to go out to the wilderness, it was like way too many. It was like way too many people, and I was like, ugh. I'm supposed to be one with nature. Why are you here? Um, let's see. So I have one last question. Oh, what's that? It's, um, what's one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you? (laughs) (laughs) You made me laugh. Why'd you make me laugh like that? (laughs) Because you, did you see your eyes? You were like... Like, oh. why did you just ask me that? <laughs> oh, can you can you answer that about me? Hmm. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll say like I don't, and I don't know. I hope that it doesn't come off wrong, but I would say like how loyal you are I think that surprised me <laughs> I can see that like, because I didn't give a shit about y'all when I first met y'all <laughs> also, it was true <laughs> I didn't I mean I tried but we was in a, we was in a high stress situation and mm-hmm. I'll just I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but um, I can see that. Yeah, I'm very loyal. Um, so much so that I think like some people aren't ready for it. They're like, yes. Um, I've never been with someone who's just like always next. Like I'm down. Like all right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, ride or die. Like, okay, yeah. what are we doing? Like, <laughs> no questions. No questions. I got you. Let me know. I got you. <laughs> you I got it. You got it. That's it. Yeah. Um, okay. That's not bad. Uh, I think, I think I would say how, um, I want to say, I don't know. I don't, I guess my face doesn't present as, nerdy like yeah I don't when people first meet me my style or the way I present myself you would never know the things that I'm actually into you would never guess like no one can guess what my hobbies are yeah unless you talk to me on a daily basis you will not know my obsession because they are obsessions I I (laughs) I'm very much aware that I focus on like one thing intensely mm-hmm. for a period of time. And then when I get distracted, I focus intensely on that other thing for a period of time. And I don't think that people are ready for that because they just don't, the things, oh, so speaking of real quick, cause I know you don't have, but how are we doing on time? We're good on time. Don't We're worry about that time. Okay, Yeah, my auntie Terry. So it was her birthday the other day. And I called her and I sang happy birthday to her in Korean. 
Okay. And she, she told my mom, she said, girl, why did Janae want to learn Korean? And I was like, mom was like, girl, I don't know. I stopped asking questions a long time ago. She just, she likes what she likes. Not, and the, but the way she said it was like, I exhaust her with my obsession. I'm going to try to do. But I also introduce y'all to a bunch of new stuff that's pretty dope. Yes, that's true. You would never know. No. So. Yeah, I think I think that was a good one. That one is, yeah, that's that's very true. You, you wouldn't be able to tell the type of things that you're into just by looking at you. Mm -hmm. So I could see people being surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you you don't look um, nerdy at all. <laughs> even when and I wear glasses but. and everything, but I don't. <laughs> even when I wear glasses, they're like, "Oh, those are fashionable." I'm like, oh, "I can yeah. see." <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't be driving without these. Like, no, these are my real glasses. Um, but yeah, they're like, "Oh, she's wearing that T-shirt because." She's awkward. I'm like, I'm not awkward. I'm not. This is just because I've met some people. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so awkward <laughs> people. You're like, ooh, child, oh, sweet baby. <laughs> I love this because you're you're like, um, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm nerdy, but, like, I'm not that nerdy. I'm not that kind of nerdy. <laughs> like, I don't have problems with being social and making friends. That's never been a problem for me. But, like, I like anime. I like nerdy stuff, but I just don't come with the nerdy personality, the, the typical nerdy personality trait, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, That's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're very unique. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, yeah. That is that is funny. Um, so I I mean I guess it's time we could kinda round this interview up. Um, even now having so much fun. I know. Um, I'll just call you after it's fine. Right. (laughs) Um, But I have to say, though, um, when you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, um, you inspired me to, like, drill down onto a topic uh, that I really would like to keep on bringing up during this podcast, and it's it's money mantras. Mm. And um, and I was thinking of one for this episode in particular. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to you. Okay. And I get this. Maybe it's not really just only money mantras. Actually, labeled them mindset mantras. Okay. So um, this is the one that I thought about for this episode. It's, I will keep trying, failing, and getting back up until I find my destiny. Mm. That was, that was, (laughs) Mm. 
that was the one that I thought of because I um I know that like you know being an entrepreneur being black being a woman mm-hmm. being queer like mm-hmm. all these things that we are it's so important to have the right mindset mm-hmm. and that is just like always what it all comes down to church uh, so, <laughs> so besides it's the true. fact that you know you are my best friend um, you know, you, you inspire me with the fact that like you were like, okay, I like to cook and I'm going to start navies and I'm going to do this and I'm going to keep trying different things. And some of them weren't working out and, but you were like, okay, I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep at it. And then just this in one random making sauce one night. And I remember like, you sending me like, I'm gonna make my own mama sauce. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I still have those messages. Same and then those. like, when I saw the picture of it, I was like, oh shit, that was good. <laughs> it's like, when you made it, I was like, yo, this is a thing. This is gonna be huge. And you then did, you I were like, this is gonna be a thing, Janae. I'm like, yeah, when I, and then when I tried it, I was like, Yo, like, (laughs) this is it. This is going to be so big. And it was just, like, so exciting to be able to see. Like, it was like that light bulb went off. Um, And I I know that it's because you had that, like, I'm going to figure it out mindset. So I I just, like, I love that. And I wanted to talk about it. And I would like for other people to hear it because it's inspiring. Well, thank you. Um, I really feel like this is super important. And I think that it's one of the reasons why we are so close is you have to feed positivity and success into yourself when because the world will not give you that like then when you do get it from the world it's usually very short-lived it's not genuine it doesn't last very long so you have to keep you have to keep speaking that that life into yourself because it is um being an entrepreneur is a weird choice in life it is a it is a choice to wake up every morning and say I have a million problems and I have to solve them one by one and when I'm done it's gonna be a million other problems (laughs) after it and then when I'm done with that guess what here come a million more And (laughs) and you have to just get up every day Mm-hmm. and do what you can do and forgive yourself for what you can't and you have to be gentle with yourself and it's very hard to do that especially when most other people do not understand why you're doing it like they would have given up mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah but if you wake up every day and that's all you think about is <laughs> Like, what else can you do? Right. You know, so I I think I, I think we got incredibly lucky to be friends because 
who would have thought that we both would have been entrepreneurs? Right. Yeah. And like, uh, like at the same time, at the same time, (laughs) we started it at the same time. Yeah. We both had to have those conversations with each other where we were like, you are not happy in the, the career that you are in. You need to do something about that. And so the other person, of course, was like, oh my God, but I'm so scared. And then we're both like, yeah, but like, what if it works? Right. Yep. What if it works? What if it works? And you get what you actually want. Yes. Yeah. And, And then some. And then some. Yeah. And then you get to inspire the little... The little chillings. Yes. She's been so good. She's been so quiet. They are the future. (laughs) She's been so good. Oh, yeah. This whole time. (laughs) No. Her auntie says, you've been good. You did a good job. (laughs) No. So so tell tell the people where they can uh, learn more about BAM sauce and and order. Oh, yes. You got to order. Definitely order. Definitely order. Um, so I'm actually selling through my website. It is www.bamssauceco.com. And that's B-A-M-S-A-U-C-E-C-O.com. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you'll be able to see where I'm doing pop-up shops in the DC area. Um, usually on the weekends, I sell, give out samples, depending on the COVID policy at the time. <laughs> um, but um, yes, follow me on IG to see where I'll be popping up. And um, I'm also on Facebook as well. All of them at Band Sauce Co. And yeah, I look forward to I look forward to seeing someone come up to me and say, oh my gosh, I heard you on this podcast. <laughs> I was listening um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know what Mumble Sauce was. Hopefully that's that all thanks to that podcast. <laughs> yes, hopefully that'll happen many, many times. Well, well thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this was <All> fun. Right. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>
I did not know that. <laughs> but now I do. And so do the people. So <laughs> we thank you. <laughs> and this is Chopping Gems, Gems with, with M. M. <laughs>